Hey everyone, thank you for joining Love Talks. Today we're going to talk about letting go and the process of letting go. Not only just letting go of actual things in our lives, but just letting go of control over our own mindsets and control over the idea of control over the outcomes of what happened in our life, also known as walking in blind faith. I really want to talk about what what it means to walk in blind faith with God. Um, when I was called into this journey with God, you know, I didn't have any concept of anything. I had I had no idea what I was doing. All I knew was that I had so much torment and so much fear and so many issues that I was I was completely desperate. I was desperate to be saved. I was desperate to be taken into the arms of the Father. I literally got to the point where I was so done with trying to be my own Lord or trying to be controlling over my life that I just, I couldn't, I couldn't even function. And not everybody gets to that place. Um, I don't believe that everybody's going to have to get to that place. And if you don't get to that place, then you're literally going to have to walk through letting go in a whole different way. But for me, I'm, I'm such a driven person and the Lord has given me such a heart that when I love something, you know, I just go at it 100%, 150%. And the Lord knew, you know, he created me to, to be like that, but I can't say that I actually was like that in a healthy way. You know, I was a workaholic and I was massively controlling and I was just full of fear and worry and anxiety because I was scared of anything bad happening because so many bad things had happened in my life. My life was full of so much tragedy and so much loss. And I don't just mean like losing people. I mean, just losing out on joy just so much loss i feel like there were so many things stolen from me but not in a victim mentality just a reality and i was and because of that i just wanted to control everything i mean i just i look back on my life now and i think i think about how i would make lists lists of everything that i wanted to do in that day and the list was like 52 things that weren't even it wasn't even just it wasn't a reality and lists and and just in my mind was constantly at work trying to come up with busyness and and trying to come up with solutions on how to make more money um when i was already very financially taken care of with my business uh but it was never enough you know nothing was enough for me because there was a fear there there was a fear of lack um there was a fear of just everything falling apart. But the reality was, was that when I was holding on to it, um, it was a mess. My life was a mess. And like, thankfully my marriage was good. But other than that, you know, in the business, my business was good. But other than that, like I was a mess. I had just so much fear and so much worry. And I would just, I would have these horrible just visions of like horrible things happening to my daughter. And and just these foreboding senses of just something is clearly around the corner corner that's going to happen to me and that is not 
That is not what it means to be a child of God. That is not what it means to be walking with the Father. And God just kept telling me in that time, you know, I will never leave you and I'm never going to forsake you. And I would sit in prayer, which just meant I would just sit there and cry in the morning as God would tell me, I just had a sign above the fireplace and it said, I will never leave you nor forsake you. And he would just have me stare at that thing. And he would just tell me over and over again, I am not going to leave you. And he said to me something that I felt was very interesting to share. He said, when you're holding on to your family, when you're holding on to things, that is when it's not safe. But if you would just let it go and put it into my hands, that is when it is fully safe. And it goes into Psalm 91, he who dwells in the shadow of the most high, or he who dwells in the shelter of the most high will rest in the shadow of the almighty. And, you know, that scripture really just such a such a foundation in my life um i would try to pray it you know i would try to just do all these things like you know the arrows won't come after me and you're going to protect my tent but the reality was was that i was i was sitting on that scripture in fear not in truth um now i'm realizing that psalm 91 is actually a lifestyle if you don't know psalm 91 i highly recommend going to read it if you've never read the bible just google psalm 91 and read it and you know, it's just so interesting because I had all of these horrible feelings inside and so much fear about entering into ministry, so many lies that would come after me. And God just kept telling me to let go. So he finally just told me to let go of my business. He said, I need you to let go of your business. It's time. Now, he didn't tell me, let go of your business. Here is my big plan for your life. You're going to be going to different countries. This is how it's all going to work out. He just said, I need you to lay it down. Now, when God asks you to lay something down, that is not a good feeling. I had built this business for 12 years. I was making $900 plus in cash a day. Um, And, (laughs) you know, my husband had a good job, but he, he could barely make the bills if I didn't work and we have a child. So, you know, and I was just like, God. And I just remember like at this time when God asked me to let go of my business, he was coming into the room when I was doing hair and people were getting saved and the presence of God, people didn't know what the presence of God was. It would come into the room and I'd be shaking and they'd ask me like, what is in this room? And I'm like, it's just the Holy Spirit, you know, he's here. And they would just start confessing their sins and they would give their life to Jesus. So I thought things were going great. But God had a better plan for my life. God had a better plan for my life. And in this plan for my life, he said, I need you to let the business go. So I'm doing my normal mom house cleaning stuff and I'm mopping and I said, God, you know, listen, I could be doing hair for years and saving hundreds of people. Like this thing is working out. And he said to me, child, do you wanna save hundreds or do you wanna save hundreds of thousands? And it was in that moment, and he said, I'll bless it either way. I'll bless either either thing you want to do. But what, what do you want? Now, when God asks you a question like that, just a heads up, you're never going to answer with the lesser thing because he is so loving. He is love. And when love speaks to you, truth goes into your heart and you know that you can't turn away from that truth. Doesn't mean you're going to make that decision that day, but you are going to run towards truth because it's truth of who you are. And so he's asking me to lay down what I thought was the better thing for something even greater 
to me, I couldn't see a thing, but to him, he knew what he was doing. And so I gave up my my job and, you know, this was just the beginning of the process of letting go. Letting go has been the strongest message in my life um, that God's been getting across. When I pick something up, he always asks me to lay it down. And it's not because, and it's funny, I usually lay it down and I never pick it up again. And that's because he has the next best thing. And what I've learned in this process of letting go of stuff is that he's using what you're in in the current moment to build you up into who you're called to be in the next. And so if you do not lay that thing down that he's asking you to lay down when he's asking you to lay it down and you hold on to it, you are just delaying the greater thing that he has for you. And it's not just about the thing that he has for you, but you're delaying the greater glory of who you've been called to be. You're, de- you're delaying the process of becoming freer, of becoming more healed, of becoming closer to the heart of God and closer to your identity if you're just holding on to the last season. And so, and I tell you that from a place of honestly just learning from my mistakes. So God has really asked me to let go of a lot of things. I started a church um, and after the first year, he asked me to lay it down. And then, and that was so excruciating. But right after he asked me to lay it down, he asked me to pick up a ministry. And then he asked me to, you know, and, and there's just so many things. So much in this process is, is laying down. But the one thing that he's, he's wanting me to talk about today is the laying down of our control. Lay, the laying down of our ideology of what we think we want things to look like. The laying down of feeling like we need to be in control of the outcome. The laying down of even going as far as not looking into the next five years, but just actually embracing what today holds. You know, we don't get today, tomorrow. We never get today back again. And my daughter's 10 now, and looking back, I think, gosh, how did all this time go by? You know, I I think of all the sweet moments of when she was so tiny, she had the cutest voice, and she would say words that were just, you know, weren't right um, to pronounce them, announce them, just, you know, enunciated them incorrectly but I loved it I just she had her own language and in that place you know I just think gosh I don't get that back and you don't get today back and I think that you know one of the issues we have in our old mindset is trying to think about tomorrow because we're not okay with today and what I mean by that is we're not at rest in peace and in who we are today if you're constantly having to look forward that's because you're not you're restless restlessness is honestly just it steals from the peace it's the opposite restlessness is the opposite of the peace that jesus has given you he said my peace i give you my peace i leave to you not as the world gives you know 
and and restlessness if you're feeling restless if you don't feel like you can just be put you know if you're making excuses saying this is how i have been built listen i am driven if you tell me go i go and i want to go and god has literally had to put the brakes on me so i speak this in a place of having to practice rest having to practice peace it does not come naturally to me but it's coming more naturally because it's part of his nature and it's going it's becoming part of my nature as i sit and abide in him and a lot of the things i've had to come up against in this place of letting go of control and in embracing today is trusting that he has tomorrow figured out that he's working behind the scenes that my rest is not fruitless but it's fruitful because i'm abiding in him and i'm what does abiding mean? Abiding means that I am sitting with Jesus all day. Now, I don't mean physically just sitting down, but I mean I am mindfully connected to him. My thoughts are on him. My thoughts are are not the worries of this world, but they're just, wow, I am so my I am practicing an attitude of gratitude. So my thoughts are just of gratitude and or, you know, I don't have any thoughts at all. It's okay to not have thoughts. You know, we're such in a society where there's so many things coming at us, where we feel like we have to constantly be thinking or moving. And if we're not thinking or moving or coming up with the next best thing, then we're not being productive. But productivity is not measured by what you're doing. It's measured by how you are honestly on the inside. If your mind is healthy and your body is healthy, then you're actually going then you're actually being productive by just abiding. So, that might be the kingdom of God is totally opposite of the world. So when I came in to Jesus from the world, you know, when I got saved, I he his word says my ways are higher than your ways I can surely tell you they are because half the time when I feel like I know what I'm doing I realize oh totally not in line with your will I'm in line with my own will and I have to keep coming back to this place of letting go of control what is the root of control I think that's something that you should really ask yourself what am I controlling in my life and why you know what am I controlling in my life and why? Why am I trying to control the situations around me? What are my greatest fears? And why do I have these fears? You know, God doesn't want to just, he doesn't give us His the Bible so we can just read this stuff. He gives it to us so he can invite us into his nature. And every word we read is an invitation into an experience, into an encounter of freedom and of growing. And so I say that because one of the scriptures that I've really been living out is perfect love casts out fear because fear has to do with punishment and God is love. So, you know, I was reading this scripture, perfect love casts out fear and I would pray it, perfect love casts out fear and I'd be praying this over myself and that's good. But what I realized was God was asking me into a relationship with him. He was asking me into an invitation of this scripture. This scripture is who he is. He is perfect love and he casts out fear and he does not punish. 
And I was realizing that a lot of my fears were rooted in, in the fear in punishment. You know, I was afraid that if I if I didn't do something, that I would be punished. If I'm if I'm not being busy, then I would be punished. If I was not being productive, I would be punished. If I was not worrying about something, then clearly the outcome was going to be bad because I'm not taking control of the situation. I'm not doing something to fix the situation. When in reality, God is saying, trust me, rest in me. I am perfect love and I am calling you into an invitation to know my ways, to know my heart, to know that I am good, to know that I am faithful. And when you start knowing the truth of who I am through my word, then fear will be displaced in your heart and in your mind. And so I'd love to say it was a prayer or a day, but it's been a journey of five years learning who God is. And then when I know him in these moments, then he takes me into a situation where there's fear. And then I stand on who he is. And in those moments of fear, he reminds me, hey, we're going to hit this thing head on. This is a giant in your life. And in order to take this giant down, I need you to go into this place of fear. And I need you to confront it. How do you confront it? By knowing who I am and trusting me and letting me fight that battle for you. And by you just believing that you are going to see my goodness triumph over this situation. And practically speaking, you know, even just like having to go to Brazil, you know, just talking about that, like God called me to go to Brazil when I only had three hours of energy a day. Um, I hadn't been fully healed of depression or anxiety, so I was still battling that. Um, I hadn't left my house a lot. You know, I just was maybe going to the grocery store back and forth, but I surely was not in a place where I was like, yes, God, you know, like we've conquered this. No, this was just the beginning. And he really took me at my weakest moment. It wasn't when I was feeling good. He took me when I was feeling just awful and he said this is an invitation come with me come with me into this place and so I was had a peace in my heart so I knew it was God but I had to believe him I didn't have a job so I had to believe him for the money and the finances which came in miraculously um But also I had to believe him for my strength. I had to believe him that I could actually get on that plane. I had to believe him that he'd get me there safely. I had to believe him for so many things. And I would love to say, oh, I got there. And it was just this amazing time. And it was, it was the most amazing time. But I got, you know, so sick when I was on that trip. I had a fever of like probably 104. I was hallucinating. And I was still, I still had the strength to minister, which is crazy. Um, You know, in rest, I was resting, but I was still there. And he really had me face a lot of things and he showed me in that place he had to take me to that place to show me his perfect love and it was actually in brazil that i had gotten impartation um i got in prayer and thrown on the floor and god said i'm changing your name to love and he changed my heart so dramatically that I can't even explain to you. He was talking about agape love. But he changed my heart so dramatically that I'm not even the same person I was back then. 
fear was displaced in my life. Now, I'm not, I'm not saying I came home and everything was perfect, but what I'm saying is I came home and instead of having three hours of energy, I had like five. And, and, and knowing that I conquered something, knowing that I conquered with God, this fear of leaving, things got a little bit easier. And so I bring all this to you today because I feel like God really wanted me to share on this podcast just what in your life are you afraid of? What are you holding on to so tightly because you're so afraid that if you let that go, everything's going to fall apart? What is that thing in your life? Because that is the thing that God is inviting you into saying, I am perfect love. I want to cast the fear. I want to displace that fear in your life out. But in order to do that, we have to confront this. We have to go to the roots of these things. We have to know and understand that you're not going to have all the answers. In fact, you are going to feel very uncomfortable, but that's what the Holy Spirit is for. He's your comforter. And I really just feel like, you know, this process is hard. I'm going to be very honest with you. It is not, this journey is hard. But do you want to remain in bondage to your fear or do you want to be free? Because you really do get to choose the amount of freedom you get. You know, God is not going to just be pushy. You know, he will push you, but he'll nudge you like a good father. But he's really going to allow you to, it's an invitation to enter into this invitation with him. So, you know, letting go, this is not just a one time podcast. It's it's a journey. And I can guarantee you 100% that whatever you let go of, today he is going to replace it with something far greater than what you had before I feel like a lot of people that are going to be listening to this are holding on to ashes you're holding on to things that have already burned up and died um, with fear that if you even let go of the memory of that like you're not you know something bad is going to happen but the reality is is that you have got to let go of the ashes so he can create something beautiful out of that. You have to give it to Jesus. And if you do not know what I'm talking about and you don't even know Jesus, just ask him into your heart. Say, hey, Jesus, listen, whoever you are, I need you to come in because I cannot do this on my own. I am so tired. I'm so tired of trying to control my life. I, I don't want to let go, but I don't want to hold on. So I need you. Please come and show me that you can save me and ask the Holy Spirit to come fill you. And, you know, I just, I want to encourage you to get into the Bible. If you don't know where to start, just open it up and let it speak to you. Don't read it with your mind, read it with your heart and know that it's time to let go. You know, it's time to let go. And this is not something that's going to happen overnight this is something that is going to change your life who you are today is not going to be who you are tomorrow if you say yes to letting go today but if you continue holding on you're going to be living the same life every day you know I always say this I got to a point where I didn't want my life anymore so I just gave it to Jesus and I was like look I can't create anything out of this everything I've created is a mess so if you can do something with it, please, I just want to be free. And if that's you today, I just pray over you that just the freedom of Christ will reign, 
where the Spirit of the Lord is there is freedom. And I just pray that you really do enter into this invitation of perfect love, the perfect love of God, who gave his son for you. God gave his son to die on the cross, Jesus, so that you could live, so you could be reconciled to him, so that you could have a relationship to him, so you could hear his voice. And Jesus died so you could have, not only so you could be free of your sins, but so you would have the Holy Spirit so that he would come down to you and he would be your comforter, that he would comfort you in the times you feel uncomfortable, in the times you feel like you are at loss. He will bring to you truth. He will speak to you. He is with you. He is in you if you're a believer. If you're not a believer, don't use your mind. Give up your mind. Your mind's not going to get you anywhere. It really isn't. And if you have depression and anxiety, I want to encourage you that I have been healed of that. And I'm continuing to be healed. My mind is continuing to be renewed with truth. I'm relearning how to live free. Now that I'm free of all this stuff, I'm learning that, oh, when I step out, I'm not afraid like I used to be. It's a learning process. So give yourself patience and grace. And I just thank you for joining today. Shine brightly. Know that you have value and know that you're deeply, deeply loved, beloved.